What would our world be without leaders, innovators, and kingdom builders? Welcome to Under the Crown, where you get inside the twisted minds of our host, Trey Carmichael, and the kings and queens in his circle. Covering leadership, marketing, sales, recruiting, management, and so much more. Under the Crown is here to help you build your kingdom. Are you prepared for the siege? What's going on, guys? It's your man here, Trey Carmichael, coming at you with another episode of Under the Crown. Today, I'm excited to bring you guys someone I've been following for a while, Jeff Caldwell. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and why you do it for the people who don't know you, my man? Trey, what is up? <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, my name is Jeff Caldwell, um, and I'm the creator of my AI team. So, yeah, um, I've been building this stuff for about seven years on the internet, man. Awesome, man. So let's talk about your King's journey. Who were you before you started building all these cool things on the internet? Let's see. Yeah. Um, so before this, um, I was a medic in the army. Um, after I was, uh, after I got out of the military, um, I, I did some like some, some minor medic stuff, but really I went into the ammunition business. Um, and I was, I was essentially the email marketer for an ammo company. And well, I was the sales guy for the ammo company. My job was to run the whole, the whole, keep the company float, but where we made the most money was from emails. And so, um, that's pretty much what I did right when I got out of the military. Um, and I, I think that's pretty much what taught me that the internet was where you could make money. I mean, I, I was driving around Phoenix, Arizona, uh, which is a humongous city, <laughs> like absolutely humongous. And I was driving from store to store trying to sell our ammo. And um, I mean, it's life's really tough when you're a broke salesman. <laughs> You know, it really is. And so I remember being frustrated and getting upset. And one day I, I was kind of mad. And so I would just, I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to work on Friday. And I, I was like, Hey, I'm just going to type up an email and send it out. And that's how I'm just, you know, that's what I'm just going to do today. And I, I basically rolled my face on the keyboard and sent out an email and it like, here's our, here's our stuff. This is what we did the week. And here's a link to buy it. And we ended up making about $3,000. And then I sat there for a minute, like, wait, wait. I drove around for like two, three months. I didn't make a dollar and I just made $3,000 from my home. Like, ah. And so I literally just started sending out emails every single day to our email list. And I was able to start working from home. I was able to start working. I ended up moving back to Vegas because I was making so much money online. They're like, dude, just do this. And I was like, can I do this from Vegas? And they're like, sure. So I moved back to Vegas. I was working from home and, um, pretty much like I, it, everything was good for a while. And then uh, for about a week, uh, I wasn't getting paid. My, I was working for my, my uncle, my family, you know, I wasn't getting paid. Um, I, I started, I had to start to get a side job, right? And just to be able to make ends meet. Um, and, and then I, and then essentially they ended up letting me go, but they didn't tell me they let me go. They just kind of stopped paying me. <laughs> and so I was like, I was about a month behind rent, you know, and I was, it was really, I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I mean, that was, 
my back was against the wall and I'm pretty much like, that was the start of my internet marketing journey. And I remember, I mean, the guy that pretty much I would, I would credit everything that taught me everything in the last seven years is, I'm not sure if you know, Russell Brunson, um, he's, he's, he's kind of an internet marketing celebrity, uh, but literally he, I was, I was stressed out and I was escaping reality in life. And I was watching the profit on TV, right. The show. And I saw that it was some software called click funnels. And I was like, how, how are they making money like that? You know, like, how are they doing this? If this guy is like one of the biggest business builders and he's using the software, I should probably be using the software to make money, right? Like today. <laughs> and I mean, did it happen today? No, it, I ended up losing that apartment. I had to move in with my father-in-law. Um, I lived in his house for a year and a half in his garage and with my family of five in a one bedroom little room. And I mean, I really struggled to pay even $400 of rent. I mean, it was hard, you know, but I, for me, I ended up turning that little, like that, what I was working on in the garage, right? Like I was, I wasn't trying to get a job. I was trying to like, I lost all trust in a job, right? Like if my own family member could stop paying me, like bro, I'm not trusted anybody. Like that was the most trustful person in the world. You know, like this was like my, my dad, you know, for my uncle, you know, like I'm not going to trust anybody else for like the survival of my family, you know, like that was just too much. And so I never wanted to get a job again. I, I was, I was going to figure out this internet marketing thing. And I worked on for about a year and a half. I worked on the $7 product. I was like, okay, how did I make money with the ammo company? I was like, we had an email list of people and I typed up an email and I sent an email out to those guys. And I was like, if people just knew that, would they pay seven bucks for that? <laughs> You know, if I could sell two of these an hour, I'm making more than I was with the ammo company. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, <laughs> and so I literally started the journey of creating that $7 ebook. It's called Traffic on Demand. And I, my father-in-law about a year and a half, he's like, hey guys, like you're not paying rent. You're just working in the garage. You're just, you're just smoking weed all day. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like you need to go get a job or move out, you know? And like, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go get a job. I wasn't, you know? And so I packed up my family. <laughs> I took out a $3,000 loan from PayPal. Um, I borrowed about $2,000 from some friends and I, I got an apartment, a two bedroom apartment, and I bought traffic to my $7 website, that $7 product, traffic on demand, the same way. Somebody else had an email list, right? It was called solo ads, right? It was a big, big thing back in the day. And I, I'm sure it's still a big thing now. I just haven't did it in a minute, right? Well, I guess it is. It's just called something else now, um, joint mentoring. Um, but essentially, I, I went and borrowed, paid somebody else for their email list, and they promoted my $7 product to their email list. I'd give them 40 bucks, and then they would send 100 visitors to my website. And that the month I moved out, I ended up making $23,178 that month. And that was December. I ended up paying for Christmas. <laughs> but I guess you're crazy. <laughs> you know, and so, so for me, for me, this wasn't like a choice. This was like, a, you got to do this. So you're, you don't get to eat. Your family doesn't get to eat, you know? And so, now, seven years later, right? I mean, we've helped clients make half a million from this stuff. You know, we've helped ourselves make a couple bucks, you know, like we've done a lot. Um, and now I think that like, now here's the thing is I, you, 
I mean, we're going to get some deep into stuff, but now I'm working on AI, right? And I think that for me, I didn't have an employee. I didn't have, I think the hardest thing, sometimes you go from like, sometimes you go from like having like a team, an employee, companies, friends, I guess. And then you're an entrepreneur and you don't have friends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It is, you know, you're like, nobody understands what you, Trey, are going through right now besides other entrepreneurs. Like nobody, you know, like you, you're, you're going to interview people and you're going to talk to them. And, and I think like you said something before we came on here, like, you know, like whenever you meet your legends, you know, they're not who you think they are. You know, like whenever you meet the people that you look up to, they're not who you think they are. And I think that like, I think that sometimes people change and then all of a sudden your friends, your friends that used to hang out with you and used to just like joke around and, and like work five, 40 hours a week, right? They would go to a job where like you become that person that you're not who that you used to be. It's like, I don't have time to just sit there and play Call of Duty anymore. Like I have to make this work, you know? And so like you lose a lot of people along the way, friends, brothers, you know, like and they don't, they don't really understand, but I think that like, I don't know, like I have a vision of having all of that one day, but then it's like interesting. It's like, I never want to have, like, I never want to have that employee mindset again, where I pay somebody 40 hours of work. I don't want to do that. I don't want to make it where somebody sees me as their money. And then I'm their source. I want people to have the ability to make money so that they can, it's like a skill. And I believe where I'm at now in my life is I don't want an employee in my business. I want to outsource it to AI. And I'm going to build, I'm building the software to do that, right? Like that's what I'm working on. I'm, I want to outsource to AI. And then I want to spend my time hanging out with people I, I love, right? Like talking to you right now. I mean, highlighted my day, man. You know what I mean? Like highlighted my day, all the other stuff I'm, I'm playing with websites, code, I'm working. I'm trying to set up cups in the rain so I don't have to stand out in the rain and collect money. I'm trying to make money online so I don't have to be there making money with my time. That's the most valuable thing we've got, man. It is, you know, and so like, and I know that like some things like, right, I just, I've been listening to Kanye West a lot, a lot lately, right? Like, you know, watching this whole little like craziness happen on in the world, right? The whole media turn against him, right? He literally said, you got to get your money right before you go to war. And now Kanye literally is, he, he's declaring war on the media. Well, guess what? Like sometimes you're, you're in war and you don't have your money right. And it sucks. And you're like, dang, how the heck do I do this? So for me, like, my message for, I guess that, that's my goal now, is there's people out there that are like, dude, I'm in war. I don't have my money right. <laughs> but I have drive. And I believe, like, I would rather stand next to that soldier, right? Like, when we talk about military, I'd rather, I'd rather stand next to a soldier that's hungry. And he's like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to take that chow hall and we're going to eat at their at their tables because we have no food. I would rather go to war with that guy than the guy that has a full belly, right? Like sometimes like, yeah, sure. I get that. I could talk to the business owners that make millions of dollars and my message will help those mm -hmm. guys too. But no, nah, it's like, I'm talking to the person that wants to help his family and then he could go on and help millions. But first you got to help yourself. 
because that's where I started. And so that's what I was doing, man. <laughs> I was struggling before I started all this. <laughs> awesome, man. So coming from the coming from the army and being a medic, what mindset shifts do you think that you had to actually go to go through from that to being the entrepreneur to always being the one in charge? Oh man. That's a really tough one. I uh, I guess there was a you know there was a time I was in Puerto Rico and literally like it was it was 112 degrees, man. And I'm a, I was an E4, right? So that was, that's a kind of low on the totem pole, right? It's not, and I'm a medic. Well, it's, a, it's 112 degrees. We're in a swamp. People are sweating. People are passing out. And literally our, our the, the guy in charge, right? The commander, right? Our literal, he's literally like telling us like, hey, you guys need to work harder. You need to do all this. And I remember like, I talked to him and I, I said, hey, look, like there's, there's heat issues. There's health issues. We can't push them that this hard. We have to do this. Yes, we can still accomplish a mission, but we need to maybe work at night, find a solution, right? And we had to find another way. And I remember that it was so crazy because I was making the call and I was an E4. And I was making a call not from, not from the rank of what I was, just because he had a rank on his chest and he was an E9, right? He literally would outrank me in every way, had more experience I literally was making a command judgment with my skills in that moment. So for me, the, what translated it is sometimes like, sometimes like as a medic, you literally have to tell somebody above you, no, this is what we're going to do. You literally have to create something that doesn't exist. You literally have to work around and skin a cat a different way, right? Like sometimes you just have to try a different angle. And so for me, like, as I learned, sometimes I wasn't, I wasn't just selling that $7 product, right? I was also telling people what I was doing online and showing people, shouting out loud, guys, look what I'm doing. And then somebody would say, hey, that's awesome that you're building that website. Could you build me a website? Absolutely. Here's a, here's a $2,000 invoice. Absolutely. So it wasn't that I stuck with one thing. I literally tried 100 things to get it to work. And I mean, sometimes you're literally like... I, I, you, you have, you have, all you have is your brain and the tools with you. And I mean, that's, as a medic, that's a very real thing. You, you literally have to come prepared, but sometimes you, you catch yourself off guard and you have to figure it out in that moment. So, I mean, the skills translated, but you got to take charge. You know, you are the, you're the only person in your, like, nobody's going to come to rescue us, right? Like if a medic, if somebody gets shot, they scream medic. You know what I mean? If somebody is down in your, your family, nobody's going to come rescue it. There were so many times I wish my uncle would just send me my money. Bro, please just send me rent money. Like, just send me the stuff I worked for. Please. Like, I, have, I have the powers getting shut off. <laughs> you know, like, you don't understand. Like, you have millions of dollars. I have no money. Like, I felt that way. And so sometimes you wish that somebody's going to come save you. Mm. But I mean, like, saving Private Ryan, like, you have to understand you are the saving the guy. You are the guy that has to save Private Ryan. Like nobody is going to come there. And, and the moment you like wish, the moment I was like, here's the thing what happened is I stopped wishing that my, I, there was a time that I realized that, all right, I need to stop calling my uncle and asking him for money because he literally, nobody in the office answered my calls for a month. 
nobody. They taught, they absolutely ghosted me. I was still working. I was still like talking to them, sending out emails. Like nobody paid me for a month and they, they ghosted me. I was literally working for a month. And then I realized like, all right, they're not going to pay me. I need to figure this out by myself somehow. And I had to. And so like, it's, I would love to sugarcoat it and be like, oh man, it's going to be beautiful. But like war is real, man. Mm-hmm. War is so real. There was so many times, like there's something that says you only find God in a foxhole, right? Like I was in Afghanistan and I didn't like, I didn't see war, right? But what I did see and what I did hear was I was in Afghanistan and we were, I was a, I was a medic, but I was attached to a prison unit. So we were attached to like their, they basically did prison ops. I was basically a detainee ops, you know? So I was a prison guard and I was a medic for them. And like, we were in a building, we were in a contained building. I couldn't see the outside for basically a whole year. I mean, I had my own room and I could walk outside, but I mean, like I was in a building for 12 hours a day, six, six days a week watching prisoners. Well, like sometimes the outside, we were on a military base in the middle of Afghanistan, right? We were in Bagram, right? Bagram just got evacuated. Like that was the base I was in, right? Well, like that place got mortared a lot. But they never tried to mortar the, the prison because their guys were in the prison, right? Well, they wouldn't try to hit their own prisoners, right? Like, or their own people. So, mm-hmm. like, I would just hear the mortars a lot. Well, that's, that's scary sometimes, right? You're like, dang, that one was really close. I really hope that doesn't hit me. And I was an atheist at the time. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Uh, I was it. I was telling everybody how God doesn't exist. I was convinced. And I was watching these guys pray five times a day every day seven days a week and i i mean when you hear mortars and you hear the gunshots and you hear the your rents due and you get the late notice on your door and you you pray you pray (laughs) you pray somebody's out there to help you and hear you and i mean there was times where i literally like man like i got paid an hour, like literally moments before they were going to lock our door and, and, and make it where we weren't like, we weren't going to be able to come back in. We were getting evicted, you know, like 24 hour notice on the door already. Like, Hey, you guys are literally have 24 hours and we're putting the lock on your door. And I mean, like I slept on Sunday, I slept in on Sunday, knowing that God, God had me, you know, <laughs> uh, even though the borders were going on, man, I slept on Sunday and took the day off. So, I mean, it's scary in the beginning. (laughs) I feel it. I know that people are that, you're going to have to go through mortars, man. It's it's scary. It's just gunshots. It's not real. It's just, it's just fake fear, right? It's just an intimidation to, to, to get you to realize that you're in a war zone, right? To get you to wake up early on Monday and get to, you know, so, but it's, it's absolutely not real. Like I never, I never really died. I never, I never went hungry. My kids never went to bed crying because they were starving, you know, like I never once did I sleep outside, you know? So like, like God makes sure that the birds eat, he makes sure Lily, you know? And so like, I fully believe, I mean, he took care of me then he takes care of me now. And I think that as scary as it is, and it feels like we're in a war zone, literally as you're building a business, sometimes in the first five to seven years, it literally could feel like a war zone. And I mean, like, absolutely. and that's one of those things that nobody else understands because other people are, here's what I realized, man. I had a breakdown one time. Oh, it sucked. I, I literally walked for like five hours and I, I was so exhausted. I was just like, 
I was like, I was looking at people <laughs> like with disgust in their cars. I was like, how do you guys drive and act normal? How do you act normal? There's so much stress. There's so much work. There's so much stuff to do. How do you just sit in your car, drive to work every day? And I don't know if, I don't even know if people have consciousness outside of us, man. Like, I don't really know if this is a coded reality, if, if we're here for a purpose, you know? So like, I'm just, I don't really know what it is, you know? So like the entrepreneur journey is, the, I feel like the only way that you could properly express your soul and it's, you express it through content that you create. Like you're, you're creating content right now. You're asking me questions, but you're talking about things that, you know, you're, it's on your soul, you know, like you're, it comes out like that, you know? And so like, I think that that's the only way to express that. If we had a, if we had a boss right now, I mean, like, they'd be really concerned that the customers aren't getting their hamburger, you know? It's <laughs> yeah, a fact, man. <laughs> so what has your journey of building my AI team looked like? Yeah. Um, so for me, um, I create a lot of content um, and uh, I have a, I have a news website and my mom recently moved in with me. She moved not recently. She doesn't move with me anymore, but she moved in with me for, for a few months and she really needed to figure out a way to make money. And my mom has, she's always pretty much relied on government assistance, right? So like she never, in a sense, other than a job, she's never really had a way to that she created money, you know? Um, and so she came and stayed with me and she actually learned how, she was starting to learn how to make money. But she also, about a year ago, she had a stroke. And she, she, she kind of, in that stroke, she didn't like lose disfigurement of her face or anything, but she feels like, she feels like she had a whole bunch of, papers and it threw them up and all the papers got mixed up in her brain right so that's the after effect so like for sometimes doing very simple tasks for her is is like a wait what's the next step like wait what you know like she really gets lost in that in for her so for me I was like okay like I need my how can I help my mom make money well I was writing articles in my business, right? I write articles often. I write Facebook posts. I write scripts. I write, I do reels. I do, I create content and I needed my mom to write articles. And I was like, okay, every article you make mom, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And she, I knew that writing the article would be kind of hard. And so I had my mom use a, an, an AI tool and my mom used an AI tool and I was showing her and I was using some magic commands and I was, I was, you got to press this hotkey and then do this. And all of a sudden it spit out all the AI content. And I was like, okay, now you got to proofread it because it's not fact checked. And I look over at my mom and my mom is crying. And I was like, man, like I wasn't trying to get her to cry. I was trying to figure out a way to help her. Like, ah, like dang. And she's like, I just can't use it. The tool's really cool. I don't know how to do that. That's I don't even know what you pressed. And I, I realized I overwhelmed my mom. And I was like, man, like this, this is really, this sucks. Like this tool is so hard to use, but I understand what it's doing. Like it should be easier. How can we make this easier? And I, I remember I, I started to learn code. I got into crypto um, and this was like a year and a half ago, you know, and I kind of just, I kind of like, I'm not joking. Like when I get demotivated, sometimes I really take it a personal, right? I kind of got demotivated and I left the news site. I still have the news site, it's still running, but I went and started creating coding crypto, right? I like, all right, like 
I'm just going to code crypto. That was what I was doing on the side. I was coding video games and I, I was learning coding and I ended up, I ended up building my entire NFT collection with no code. Right. So like I, coding was, it's really tough, man. <laughs> you like props to all the coders out there. Right. And so like, I, I ended up building my ent- entire NFT collection with no code. Well, like I, I created that, launched that brand and the crypto market went up and that was really awesome. All my friends cheered me on and then they all sold. Well, then because they got to spend that money on bills, well, that caused the crypto market to go down. So they all kind of got mad at me. <laughs> right? You're the creator of the token. Like that's, that's a good thing if it goes up. Well, it's a bad thing if it goes down. Right. So like, yep. that's a very real thing. Well, like, so I created that. And then I, and then I also wanted to figure out like there's something called utility with NFTs, right? Well, like, how do you make utility? Well, like I was building websites. I already have websites, right? My wife and I build websites. Well, I started to like want to know how to do code and connect my NFT into a software. And so I on Roblox, I was coding on Roblox and I created a game in a Roblox and I was trying to connect my NFT into that. Well, that that's cool and all, but I mean, my ideal client and customer is not really playing Roblox. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like maybe their kids are, but like their customers not, you know, like I'm not really trying to talk to them. And so like, I ended up learning, I ended up finding a software. Uh, it's one of my favorite softwares. Uh, it's called bubble.io and, um, there's no affiliate program. So I'm not associated with them anyway. Um, but I use their software builder. It's a no code software builder um, to basically build my softwares. And I, I started building something for my NFT collection. It was a little cookie clicker game inside bubble. But then I was like, okay, like if I could build a software, should I really be building a game? I was like, I should make something cooler. I should, I wonder if I could connect it to the AI stuff. And within about two weeks, I literally had a working software with bubble connected into my AI. And so um, pretty much I rapid development, I got a tool that was working. I made it where it was simple enough for my mom to use where she could write a Facebook post with it or an article with it. And now she just had to press a button to create articles with AI. Instead of using the other hard tool, I had a one that was just press this button, mom, put this information in, press the button. It's not hard. You know, and so like I had to build an AI software tool, but I had to learn, like, even though I use code, it's not really code, right? So it's kind of all no code, you know? And so like, it's pretty interesting, you know, like, so I pretty much like, I had to build a tool for my mom, but I needed something for my business and I needed it to be powerful. And I mean, since then, I mean, it's, AI has been my friend, you know what I mean? Like I... I literally have it where it does most of my work and then I hang out with my friends. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. So what are some of the ways that my AI team can actually save an entrepreneur time? Oh yeah. So my AI team could do, it could create over about 75 different types of written content, right? So, and there's something that there's a custom command. So that means you could literally tell the AI, 
to write a poem and it will write a poem, right? Um, but you can also write full blogs. You can also write like blog titles. You could also write, um, you know, you could write video scripts. You could also write, you know, sales scripts. You could also write sales pages. You could also write about pages. You could also write emails, webinar scripts. You can literally write your email sequence in there that's gonna go into your business. You could write pr daily promotional emails. And all you have to do is like type in what your business is, type in what your product is, and the AI will write it for you. Um, and so that is, that's how it can save you time. And here's the thing is the way I treat that my AI team is essentially like a junior employee, right? Like I don't want to have employees. I want the AI to do it. I want to be the editor in chief, right? So I am the editor in chief. The AI is my employee. I tell it, hey, I want you to write a, a blog about the seven ways to use AI for my business. And it literally will spit out the seven ways to use AI for your business. And now you might have the seven ways to use AI for a plumbing business. And you might literally have that blog and it spits out seven ways to use AI for a plumbing business. And the, even though I don't know anything about plumbing, the AI does. And so um, the AI, here's the cool thing is the AI is trained on data up to 2019. However, with the custom commands, you can literally tell the, the like with some like, you know, like, like literally the AI could understand code. So you could literally tell it with code to run a Google search and get modern Google results with, with the AI. And so the AI is like, it does, it's pretty fantastic as far as written content goes. And so, I mean, like, it's going to save you a lot of time with that. If you're a business owner, um, I mean, it's going to be able to write your blogs, your sales pages, all of that stuff really, really fast. And so, uh, um, and then all you have to do is put your touch on it, right? Make sure your links are correct. Make sure you're, you know, and copy and paste it and put it on your blog, copy and paste it and put it on your sales page. So, um, it definitely speeds up that, that a lot. And it writes in, it writes in the correct tone of voice. So I think that, um, the time savings absolutely fantastic. I mean, like not only does that, it's actually like helps you write correct content that's actually legible. I mean, my handwriting's really bad and sometimes I don't write the, the best English. Well, like it gives me a really good first draft. That's the goal. Awesome, man. So one of the things that I love having been following you for a while is that you're finding a lot of creative ways for people to create income streams almost completely leveraging this AI. Obviously, they have to have their human creativity and their human input, but what are some of the ways that you've been helping people build income streams with this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I literally, over the last seven years, right, I've had 30 different businesses, but I'm always trying, and some of them are still running, right? Like I've sold some of them, you know, because they've got up and running and they took off and now somebody else wanted to buy it. Um, so for me, like, I, I believe in doing a hundred different things and then finding the cream of the crop that rises and then tripling and doubling down on those things. Um, and so I believe that one, this can, this can create a business. If you wanted to write copy for people, right? Just like every single one of the frameworks, every single thing that the AI team could do, right? It could write emails for you. So you could literally create an email copywriting service business that just sells emails for e-commerce businesses. And now you literally say, Hey, I'm an, I'll write your emails for you. And I, all I'll do is do emails. That's all you do is emails. 
Then you could do, there's another framework called video scripts. You could literally reach out to YouTubers and say, I will literally write your video scripts for you. Every single video script, I'll write them all. And then you just go and hit up every single YouTuber. Then we recently added the AI art, right? So now you could literally type in, I want a picture of the tree of life. And you could literally get a massively awesome picture of a tree of life, right? So some of the ways that I like selling, um, I love selling digital products. I love setting things up once and then letting that thing work for me without me being there. So for me, I've been selling, I, I literally go on there and there's, there's like Adobe stock or stock photography websites, right? Um, and I'll literally create like, you know, Halloween pumpkins, right? And as silly as that sounds, those sell for 25 cents every single time they get downloaded. And if I upload 50 of them, well, that's 50 that last on the internet forever. Well, that's the same thing as you could take those, you could take a really awesome, let's just say a type in awesome sugar skull, and that could create a really awesome sugar skull. And then you could remove the background and you could add it to a t-shirt. And now you could do something called print on demand. And that shirt can be printed on demand and sent to your customer every single time they buy it with that image printed on it. And so now you're selling clothing that you never have to touch. You just have to create the art, upload it to the shirt and now sell it on such like a marketplace like Etsy or Amazon or your own website, you know? And so for me, I see that there's like, this is, if you ever went to Fiverr and like, wow, what can all the, like, look at all the people that I could hire. This is like going to Fiverr and saying, wow, what can all the, what can all the AI do? Wow. It could do all of these things. Oh, wow. Like I can make money in e-commerce. I can make money in selling websites and sales copy. I can make money selling art. Um, and this is my employee that does all the work. I just have to figure out how to sell it to work, right? You are the editor in chief. You are the, the entrepreneur. This is the employee that doesn't complain, doesn't not show up. It shows up 24 seven and it works for you. And it will do anything that you tell it to as far as content and art, soon audio and soon video, you know? And so like, so for me, digital products are my favorite and absolute favorite way to make money using AI. Use it once, create it once, find a way to sell it on multiple products. Find a way to turn it into a digital product and sell it over and over again. I love that, man. So at this point, having had multiple successful online businesses, like what drives you to continue creating all these things? Oh, yeah. Um, there's still owls out there that need to be fed, man. <laughs> I had a buddy that asked me for some a few thousand dollars the other day because he had to hire a lawyer and I didn't have it. You know what I mean? Like. Yep. There's people out there that still need help. And I mean, it's cool. I, I've, I've achieved my, my personal level of success, right? I, have a, I don't live in a two-bedroom house anymore. I don't struggle for food anymore. I don't, you know, like my, my, my bills are paid weeks in advance, months in advance, you know, and I have infinite, uh, you know, infinite things to cure all my addictions, right? So like, I literally like, I've met my personal needs, but- there's still people out there that are, are hungry, that are struggling. I don't, I can't, I mean, I live in a nice part of town in Las Vegas, but if you go outside of my, 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 my cul-de-sac, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, there's homeless people on the streets, man. There's, how can I quit when there's other people that are still trying? And if I just show up, if I just show up 
they'll be able to eat. You know, if I just show up to this interview with you and it might take an hour out of my day, but this interview might get heard by 20 people. Well, that's 20 more people that I'm going to talk to in my lonely bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that this 20 people, let's just, I hope that it's more than 20, but you know what I mean? Like, I like to set my standards low and then shoot for the moon, you know? Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say, I hope this gets seen by a million. God, that's that, you know what I mean? Like, I believe, I believe that your voice and the people that you're interviewing and the people that you're talking to, I believe should be heard by millions of people because a lot of people are struggling and millions of people are struggling, you know? So like, I'm gonna pray that the algorithm takes the stuff and takes it off, you know, because I, I hope that, people get to hear this message, you know? So, and somebody knows that not to give up because like, man, it, it sucks in the beginning, but it's worth it. You know, like it gets better. I promise. Absolutely, man. It really does suck at the beginning. So that brings me to one of the questions that I, that I like to ask everybody. Now that you've made it to your personal level of success, you have all these different things you need to manage, all these different things you need to show up for. How do you carry the weight of your crown and actually make sure nothing slips through the cracks? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's that saying that only the only people that actually have no problems in life are the ones in the cemetery. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I, I don't know, like, I accept that I have problems right now. I accept that I have work. I accept that the load that I've been given, the yoke, right? The, the yoke on my back is, is able to be carried by me. And I, I pray that I have this, I keep developing the skills every day to carry my yoke, right? To carry my, my load, to carry the world that I'm carrying, right? Like, I hope that, I hope that I have the skills to develop the software that I dream. I hope that I have the skills to develop the software that, that helps everybody achieve what I'm trying to achieve, you know, like help them achieve and make millions of dollars. I hope that when somebody says, man, your AI software has helped me make a billion dollars. And that's what I pray. Right. But I hope that I, I hope that I have the skill to be able to develop something like that, you know? And so like, like, I mean, it's one of those things. I, you just got to keep better, you know, like I could pray for it to get easier. I could pray for me to be able to do the push-ups better, you know, like, I mean, which one do I want? Do I want them to lower the standards or do I want me to raise up to the standard? Do I want to set the standard? Right. I was a, I'm a, like in the military, the hardest thing in the military was not the hardest thing in the military was not the waking up every day, was not going to drill, was not doing the, the, the push-ups, was not doing all that stuff. The hardest was it wasn't being a medic. It wasn't going to Afghanistan. It wasn't going to war. It wasn't, it wasn't doing all of that. It wasn't being away from my family. The hardest thing, believe it or not, was, was the push-ups. It was the running. It was the physical labor that I had to do to just to achieve the standard. So for me, like, I know that, like, there's still Navy SEALs out there that are, they're not, they're not struggling with the push-ups. They're Navy SEALs, right? Well, that's the same thing in business. Building a website at the very beginning is hard. Sending an email is hard. Sending, building, showing up online, doing a podcast is hard, right? Like some of this stuff is hard. Setting up uh, an Etsy store is hard. 
But what's not hard is continuing every day to continue just to like, okay, this is what I got to do. I'm just going to keep building my business, right? What's, what's hard is to, how do I get started? What's the right direction, right? How do I leverage something and make the money today, right? So like, just, you know, like, I don't know, just uh, praying that I get better at my skill and knowing that I'm going to have problems. I'm definitely going to have problems, definitely, right? Like, I literally... I scheduled a webinar at 11 o'clock with the same exact time with this interview with you today. I literally had an 11 o'clock webinar. I could have put that webinar off today, but instead I did the webinar an hour early in my robe on Facebook live because that's all I got. I got, I got a whiteboard and a webinar and three people showed up, three friends showed up, but guess what? People are watching that replay right this very second, Trey. That's true. It's living on without me. Later on, I'm going to go download it. Later on, I'm going to cut it up into, into bite-sized pieces for reels. Later on, I'm going to put it on YouTube. Later on, I'm going to put it on a webinar. I'm going to split test and see which one makes better sales. Because, I mean, why not? I did it yesterday. I did it earlier, right? But that digital product is going to live on forever and sell for me. Well, that's my goal. So, like... I pray that I could keep getting better at my craft and keep getting stronger so I can carry the weight of the weight that I'm trying to carry. I don't want to pray for it to get easier, you know, that's all. Absolutely, man. I definitely appreciate the authenticity in that answer. And I mean, we can use this podcast as an example. This podcast is very close to my heart. It's something I'm passionate about. I want to get the highest level, the highest tier people that I can that are that actually care about people and are willing to speak to the things that people actually need to hear so that it can help people. And that means that I have to keep showing up, even if it makes me anxious, even if it, even if I'm shaking like a leaf on the interview. And I mean, I, like one of the things that I'm struggling with right now is everybody tells you that, oh, you need to create video content. You need to create video content. I really don't even like being on camera. That's why I focus on the podcast. I mean, yeah. we're, we're not on camera right now just because I've accepted, I've accepted at, that at this very moment, that is one of my weaknesses, but I'm, I'm still leaning into it. Yeah. But I also recognize that if I make myself get on that video every single time, that I will not showcase the guests to the highest level. So I, it, it takes a lot of being willing to just be honest with yourself and lean into it for sure. So I appreciate you being authentic about that, man. Yeah, man. And here's what's also cool is I think, right? Like, so, right? Like I, I have a, a quote unquote, like addiction, right? Like I literally love cannabis, right? Like for me, weed really vibes with my body, right? Like it helps me think, it helps me work. It helps me do everything to the point where it's so helpful. I feel like sometimes is this an addiction? Is this medicine or is this a, is this a drug, right? Am I abusing this or is this a real thing, right? So like I also have some of my highest paying clients own cannabis dispensaries, they own full-blown businesses, right? They, that's where I had, whenever I built my company and I built it and I sold it, I literally, that was one of the biggest sale that I, like I sold my whole business, right? So like, I literally, like, I fully believe that it's a, sometimes we think that it's a negative thing, right? Sometimes we think that like our, like my wife has anxiety, right? Like we think that our handicap 
is a weakness, right? Ulysses Grant, right? One of the greatest generals in the, in the entire world, right? Like in American history, I guess, not in the entire world, right? He didn't lose, right? So like, so like, like one of those, he literally struggled with alcoholism, right? Like some of the greatest history, like people in history, right? Elon Musk, people say he has Asperger's, right? Like it's not a handicap. Sometimes if we're not on video, right? Like I'm more, believe it or not, I'm more comfortable. I literally was wearing a, a shirt earlier and it was like a little uncomfortable. Like now I'm in a wife beater, I'm just chilling. You can literally, if you want to make video, you could literally take our pictures side by side and put it onto a video on Canva. Put the like, you know, literally put my like logo underneath my photo and your photo in with a logo and make a little video with the audio over it. You could make a YouTube video out of the audio. Right, you could literally just put our pictures up there, and now it's a video. Like it doesn't. You are showing up, Trey. Someone right now, guess what? Someone right now is driving to work, wishing, praying, thanking God for this message right now. But guess what? If they were watching a video, they would probably rear end whoever they're driving in front of. <laughs> That's true. So you like, you know what I mean, like it's not a weakness bro you are showing up and don't change who you are like literally you are showing up in the most comfortable way and guess what i'm more comfortable with it. the moment you did that well guess what i was able to before this thing right i took off my shirt you saw my tattoos right we it was oh hey look at this we connected on the like anxiety hacker thing and guess what we are we we got to know each other on a whole different level that was completely organic and natural because of your quote-unquote weakness so I mean, like, I think you have a superpower in the moment you say, so there's a book I'm reading right now. I'm not sure if you want to, if, uh, if you want to send me your address, I'll buy it for you if you don't want to buy it right now. But um, it's called The Greatest Miracle in the World, right? And so The Greatest Miracle in the World by Og Mandino. And literally, like, I recommend getting it. And But literally, like, that book's amazing. So, I mean, if, if you, anyone does anything from this podcast, go get that book, right? And just, and read it. And, uh, and I mean, like, I feel like what we have to offer the world is, is very special, man. I think what you're, what you're doing right now and what, how you're, you're putting yourself out. I mean, it's not a weakness. It is a superpower. And I think that like, you, you could harness it in so many cool ways. Russell Brunson literally said his best paying clients came from his podcast. Well, not his YouTube channel. He literally puts his podcast on YouTube. He didn't say his YouTube channel. He said his podcast, right? So that means what you're doing right now is the highest paid leverage form of content, even though it might be hard, even though you're not showing your face, even though you might be like, you know, it might be a little nervous behind the scenes, man. Like uh, you being nervous makes me less nervous. Does that make sense? Because now I don't, now somebody else is more nervous than me. Oh, you're nervous too? Me too. Cool. Absolutely. One of the most powerful things that has been a, a a recurring lesson in my journey that a lot of the people that I've worked with, I, I've helped them come to the same conclusions as well, is that every single person that you talk to online, that you connect to, that you look up to, it doesn't matter what pedestal that your mind has placed them on. They're just another human on the on the other side of that screen. 100%, 100%. And that's crazy. Like I went to a Bob Proctor, like, it's crazy that you said that, like, cause they are just people. I went to a Bob Proctor event 
And it was my very first like entrepreneur event ever. It was my, it was literally the trans when I was going through the transition of being an employee to like being an entrepreneur mindset wise. And I remember I was in a room with a whole bunch of other entrepreneurs and I, I, somebody bought me the tickets and the guy I was sitting next to, we were all like goal planning, writing down our goals. And I was like, I just want to make $50,000 a month. Right. And like, I, I like ask everybody, cause I'm like kind of talking to them. Right. I asked him like, Hey, what's your goals? You know? And he goes, I want to make a billion this year. I'm like, Whoa, you want to make a billion? And I kind of like giggled like, Oh, that's cool. He's ambitious, but I mean like, whatever, you know, like he probably isn't, you know, like he probably has a couple bucks, but not a billion, you know, that's all right. And literally that guy got on stage. And I mean, like what Bob Proctor, like that guy was just a normal guy sitting next to me. I mean, he wasn't, I mean, he was in good shape, but he wasn't no special. He didn't seem very smart. You know, he was just hanging out with us there. Everyone's just normal people, you know, and like just people that just stay ambitious, you know, and like work towards a direction, you know? And so we are all just normal people. And I think that like, it's hard to live up. Like the, earlier, you kind of said, like, you, you, you kind of mentioned, like, you know, you look up to your heroes and sometimes they're not, when you meet them in person, they're not who you wish they were, you know? And like, I'm sure that people are going to say the same thing about me and you because they're going to hear about us and they're going to be like, oh, Jeff and them, Jeff and Trey are really cool. And they're going to meet us. And maybe we don't live up to their mindset. Maybe I, maybe, maybe I smoke too much weed for them. You know, maybe I'm not who they think they were, you know, whatever it is, you know, maybe I cuss and I'm not a Christian in their eyes, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I mean, like, I think that's God's funny sense of humor of like, making us let us know that we're not god you know like we hey you, you might be on a pedestal in your own little world you know you might be russell brunson in your world but i mean russell brunson i mean if i go and talk to my neighbor he has no clue who russell brunson is yep you know like nobody on my street probably has a clue who russell brunson is you know what i mean like come on but me and you definitely heard of russell brunson he's a, he's a, he's a legend in our space but i mean we're not God, you know, and I think that he is this funny sense of humor of keeping us human. And I mean, how fun it is to be a human and experience the human experience, you know, it's hard as hell, but I mean, we're, we only got one shot, you know what I mean? Like, dang. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And these conversations are exactly why I'm running this show is because it's, this space in particular, it's been very dehumanized. It's overrun by automation and false personalities. And quite frankly, there's a lot of snake oil being sold. Yeah, I sold my share of snake oil. <laughs> I, I have too. And I'm willing, I'm willing to own that. Oh, man. Most people aren't willing to admit it and do better. Yeah. They just keep doing it. They just keep going through the toxic cycle. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, man, at the beginning of my early journey, it probably cost some businesses more to hire me than to not hire me because like sometimes you hire people with ex no experience, they jack stuff up, but sometimes you hire them and they, they, they hit a home run, you know? So like, I mean, there's a lot of things I failed on, but I tried a lot by myself, on myself, right? I tested a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like on my own business, right? So yes, help clients, that's kind of where you show up for the game, you know, like that's where you like, all right, I'm going to do my best for a client, you know, but when you're trying to like figure it out, like you kind of just got to build your own stuff and your own website and learn your own stuff and figure out how to build a website, your own self. And it's just, you got to learn. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> 
Absolutely, man. Well, I greatly appreciate your time today. We went almost double what I usually run these, but I'm so glad that we did. What is the best way for people to get involved with you and see more of you? Yeah, um, let's see. So you can go to myaiteam.com and pretty much for the next 10 years, my goal is to is to sell my AI team for a billion dollars. Like I want to walk away with a clean billion. Like in my bank, one billion. Go hang out on a beach somewhere, Jeff. You know what I mean. So, uh, for the next ten years, I will be building my AI team. And my job is I'm the human behind the AI. And so, that's pretty much my goal. Is I want to make sure that the AI works, does its job. It's I'm kind of managing the AI for right now. We have over, we, we've been open for about two two months now. Uh, we have about 500 users that have signed up and about 30 active paying users um, that pay monthly. Um, everybody else is kind of all a cart type status. Um, but I'm the human behind it, right? So like, if you want to hang out, I build in, I'm, I'm building my business over there, right? I'm trying to make my AI team the best possible. Uh, as possible and so you could connect me with me from there you can get my facebook link from there you get the youtube link um everything's on there and so we have we have a facebook group soon we'll have a community inside there that i'm adding um but yeah so i mean my ai team is the way to go awesome well i will make sure that that link is available in the description so people can go sign up and I can say that from watching you develop it and watching your lives and what you've been doing with it, that it's, it's worth at least checking out for any entrepreneur listening. Yeah, absolutely. You get free 25 credits um, inside. So Trey, inside uh, my AI team, there's a, there's a thing that says give free credits um, in there. You could give away 50 free credits um, under your name. So if you want to grab that link, anyone will get 25 credits extra so they'll have 50 credits to start and then you'll get 25 credits for giving away them 50 credits so and each credit i mean you can write up to 5,000 words with a credit you know so it's one image or 5,000 credit words um you could really do a lot with one credit you know so um that 50 should be more than enough for them to decide if am i going to make money with this or not you know that's the goal the only goal with my ai team is to make money but if you send them that link um that link will give them extra credits from you and then it'll also be tracked for you that's awesome man well i will make sure that that happens nice thank you so much for your time today yeah absolutely Thanks again for tuning in for another episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the show so you're never left out in the snow. Do you want to build a business or get more customers online? Are you tired of spending all your time shackled to your business? Tired of being treated like the court jester? Not anymore. You can get a care package from Trey today for just a buck that will help you beat shiny object syndrome with Trey's favorite tool list. Build your online authority and network with your own podcast and by being interviewed on other podcasts. Systemize your business with Trey's seven pillar system. Hire a VA to get your time back and so much more. You heard me right. All of that for less than the last Starbucks you got. Go to TreyCarmichael.us and get yours while it's hot. Check the couch for that dollar if you gotta.